to. Hey, cringers! (laughs) We're back with another episode. Today I'm here with... Go Brooklyn Snow! Oh my gosh. Rough start to the podcast. Due to popular request, Brooklyn Snow is back on the pod. Well, we say popular request because a lot more people have listened to this podcast than we ever imagined in oh, our yeah. podcasting cringy dreams <laughs> like literally i've just been doing this for fun and didn't think anyone would listen besides like my family but yeah. we just hit over two thousand spotify impressions which is crazy <laughs> our impressions we are really impressing you guys <laughs> no but honestly at the end of the day like it's really not that deep and this is just for fun and it's yeah. been a fun little experience creating this podcast also we i don't want to seem like a know-it-all like we know everything because yeah. we don't we're no. just sharing our experiences i know we said that in other podcasts but i just really want to emphasize we really want to emphasize that we're just having fun oh. so today we are going to be talking about dating yay and how rejection is redirection love it um for this topic I feel like I'm not heavily educated on dating because I'm still 18 and don't have a ton of experience but I feel Brooklyn Snow is she's a ba- <laughs> she's a ho- <laughs> she's a little whore <laughs> are we allowed to see that sorry guys don't cancel us <laughs> sorry sorry to our little ears um listening <laughs> So the first thing we really want to emphasize about dating is that it all comes down to how you feel about yourself. I feel like that's something that's very important. I feel like something I've noticed a lot, even in myself and especially with my friends, I'd always wonder, like, why are they always going back to these people that treat them like shiz? And it really does come down to how you feel about yourself. If you feel so low and have, like, self-esteem issues, then you're only going to accept the bare minimum because you don't think you deserve better. So a realization I've had... Over the course of the past month or so, is that basically ever since I was the ripe age of 15, (laughs) my first boyfriend, I basically have been like a serial dater and literally just gone from boy to boy. Even when I was like, you know, ending a relationship with someone, I'd be like thinking about what the next option was because I just never wanted to be like alone. I always, you know, seek that validation from Mm -hmm. boys. And yeah, with you, I can totally see like now that you're at a place where you kind of love yourself more, you're not going to allow boys like that into your life because you don't seek that validation from them because you already have that within yourself. And you're not just going to allow any boy to come into your life that doesn't meet your standards. Just because I'm lonely. Yes, just because you're lonely. And, like, for me, my last boyfriend that I had treated me so well, which raised my standards a lot because it was kind of a testament to me that good boys do exist and a guy that will treat me right and love me does exist. So it has totally made my standards a lot higher. And now I'm not going to settle for a guy that doesn't treat me the way that he did. So we both feel that this first step is really crucial in having a successful dating experience because you really can't truly love someone else unless you love yourself. All right, enough of that self-love crap. (laughs) (laughs) A quote that I live by in the next segment of this podcast is rejection is redirection. So story time. About like two months ago, I would say, I started talking to this kid and basically from the get-go, I lo- there was so signs that he like wasn't interested, but he would start like breadcrumbing me and give mm-hmm. me these little like texts that gave me hope and asked to hang out with me. Literally canceled on like one of our stringing. dates. Yeah, stringing me along. Yeah. But I wanted so bad for him to like me. Mm-hmm. And I really had to take a step back. Like he was low-key weird. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. And he <laughs> was kind of ugly. <laughs> and anyway, I really had to step back and think, this is another quote I live by and a hill I will die on. Do you even like them or do you just want them to like you? Yes. Do you just want the validation of them liking you? 
Or do you actually like them? So rejection sucks, obviously, whether that be getting left on red on Snap or bailing on a date or really just not giving you the attention you feel like you deserve. And then automatically, I feel like as girls especially, we just assume it's us. Yeah. We assume there's something wrong with us. We overanalyze and overthink, what did I do wrong? What could have I done better? But maybe it's not you. And there's a million different reasons on why he could be doing what he's doing. So just don't take it personal. It sucks, but... And I feel like when you get rejected, obviously it makes you scared to try again and kind of makes you feel hurt and embarrassed and makes you kind of disconnect with yourself and other people that you might be interested in. But you really just need to remember that maybe it has nothing to do with me at all and it has something to do with them. But the sooner you realize this, the easier it will be for you to handle rejection. So back to the kid that I talked to a couple months ago. So he's very inconsistent and honestly something that I realized is I needed to turn that inconsistency into unattractiveness. Yes. When I put myself on this pedestal and when I had self-worth and self-esteem, I should have been like, at the first time he canceled, been like, oh, that was a stupid excuse and bye-bye. You're just clearly not interested and that's fine. So yeah, I really, I realized I just wanted him to like me. And thinking back, because he did reject me, he ghosted me. Oh, oh, damn. (laughs) I had to really think We hung out maybe four or five times. Mm -hmm. Here's another hill I'll die on. If you knew them for less than 90 days, you didn't really know them. Yes, I meant. Amen, sister. But actually, like, if you knew them for less than three months, you actually didn't know them. Anyone can fake it for three months. Anyone can put up this persona of what they want you to see and parts of you that they want you to see, but you did not really know them. And I feel like within that 90-day time period, you put them on a pedestal. Yes. And you can create this false sense of reality and don't realize the person they actually are and how the relationship actually is. Because in that infatuation stage, when we have a crush on someone, we tend to overlook all their flaws and make them appear perfect even though we know they're not. And when we take them off that pedestal, take a step back and actually look at what the relationship is, a lot of times I realize, wait, they're actually really stressing me out or mm-hmm. this is causing me a lot of contention in my life. Like they should add to your life. They should yes. add joy to your not, yes. not take away. That is so important to remember. Like if the stress and all of the bad emotions are outweighing the good, what are you doing? Yes, because if you're at a high place with yourself, they should only be adding to that happiness instead of taking it away. And another thing too is, if it's meant to be, it'll be easy Mm -hmm. it'll flow and you won't have to be stressing about they're not responding my texts or they bailed on me or I don't know if they even like me because at the end of the day if they like you you'll know and if they don't you'll be confused but I feel like it's hard because in some of my relationships I've been in high school they've been really confusing flaky haven't been straight up and then we ended up liking each other and dating that kind of shows the maturity between boys in high school and then boys in college yeah I think you know in high school I experienced that too Mm -hmm. I was confused and they're playing hard to get whatever but at this point in my life if we're in college and you're not showing me that you mm-hmm. actually like me then I don't want you yes if you're inconsistent and you're not going after me and if you're not making it known that you want to be with me then I find that unattractive I want a confident guy mm-hmm. I want a guy that will show me that he's not afraid of his feelings confidence is so attractive if you like her ask her on a date yes. text her first Double text her because you can't mess anything up that's meant to be. Yes. If they like you, then double texting them will not mess it up. And read the signs. Like, if she's not responding for 24 hours, she's probably not interested. Yeah, true. Because if you put this on this pedestal, you want it to work so badly yes. you ignore that sign, but you need to take a step back. And obviously, it's harder said than done. Some guys are more shy mm-hmm. and are less inclined to just go up and ask a girl on a date or go up and talk to a girl. So being bold yourself definitely throws the guy off. Yes. Making the first move 
I've heard this from probably five million guys in my day that making the first move is one of the most attractive yes. things you can do. So the other day I actually did this and I saw a guy who I thought was cute. And so I just decided balls to the wall. I went up to him and I said, I like your backpack. And then we ended up talking for a little bit and then later we went on a date. And you know, that probably wouldn't have happened if I wasn't bold and just went up to him and made the first move. Something I do, dude, if anyone that I've talked to listens to this, they're gonna be like, I know. Wait, what? You didn't actually know me? I always go up to people and I'm like, Wait, you look so familiar. <laughs> or I'm like, do I know you from somewhere? Um, sometimes it can be a little rough at the start, but... Because they're like, uh, what? what? They're like, what? Oh, I'm from Michigan. I'm like, oh, nice. Michigan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love Michigan. And honestly, like, the more I do it, the less scary it is. But it's still scary. Mm -hmm. It gets my heart pounding. and I have to five, four, three, two, one it. And yes. then once I do, I never regret it. Even if they're like, oh, yeah, I'm from this place. And then, you know, no contact information is exchanged I'm just like I'm so proud of myself for doing yes. that and that is just putting me one step closer to the actual one it's totally like taking yourself out of your comfort zone yes and just doing it and proving Growing. to yourself that you can do it even if it's scary just do it and you'll be so proud of yourself I promise you so leading into the next segment of this something really important we want to emphasize is that you attract what you are and not what you want so if you want a partner who's outgoing a hard worker smart funny you need to look internally and find those areas where you fall short in those categories that you expect in a partner and make sure that you're living up to that criteria like I was having a conversation with one of my best friends the other day and I was telling him all these qualities I wanted in a guy and he literally looks at me dead in the face and goes well do you have those qualities yes and it's I'm so like, important oh like I want someone who's selfless someone who's kind Christ-like I'm like oh shoot. <laughs> yeah so it's, it's really, humbling it's rude awakening but you need to be up at that level to find a partner because that partner that's all the way up there is looking for someone to match their energy. Mm -hmm. So if you're not up there and you're just some chum, some chum? <laughs> Am I 65 years old? <laughs> so you gotta upgrade. Yeah. You gotta look at areas where you fall short and start to improve them because no one's gonna do it for you. So as we're kind of wrapping this up, one of the last things we're gonna touch on, which is in my opinion, one of the most important things and something that I've recently grown to realize that has been very beneficial for me is to just be yourself because by not molding yourself to his criteria you are immediately establishing yourself as someone who's attractive and confident so what we mean by that and something i find myself doing all the time is i look at what i think the guy wants me to be mm -hmm. like if they're super granola i'm like oh i'm gonna act like yes. i'm super outdoorsy and like a bunch of hobbies or with their personality if they're more chill and i think they want someone more chill mm -hmm. and laid back or if they want someone super outgoing and spontaneous i do this all the time i mold yes. myself to fit what i think that they want and i think we all do this subconsciously without even realizing that we're doing it i know i've like been talking to guys before where i just really want them to like me so i'm like okay let's just be exactly how i think they want me to yes. be but then in the grand scheme of things, like six months later, you're going to end up being yourself one day. So you might as well just bite the bullet, be yourself right off the bat. And if they don't like you, then that's their loss. So with the last guy I talked to, it was the same thing. Like at the beginning, the first day, I know, put up this face and mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and act like how I think he wants me to act. And then halfway through, I'm like, wait. I'm just not going to care. Yes. I just don't really care. And I'm just going to be myself. And I truly was. And guess what? He ate it up. With a spoon. With a spoon and a fork. Okay. No, that's fine. Because again, that kind of throws them off when you're not just giving them what they expect, like from every other girl. And you're just being yourself. You'll stand out from other girls because you're different and you're being true you're to confident. who you are. And you're confident. Yes. I went on a date with a guy and right from the get-go, I was like, I'm going to be 100% myself. And if he doesn't like me, then that's his loss. And, you know, it's hard. It's vulnerable to just be 100% unapologetic 
unapologetically. A hundred percent I was just myself. And you know, he really ended up liking that and he told me that he liked that and he could feel my authenticity. And we ended up going on more dates and it was really fun and we really hit it off quick and it was never awkward because I was just myself. And if you really think about it in the grand scheme of things, this is just a hack to save time because yeah. this happened to me a few months ago, talking to this guy, right? Same thing, halfway through I'm like, okay, what are you doing? Like stop molding yourself to fit his criteria. Be yourself. And I was myself. And guess what? He did not eat it up this time, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. But then I realized, like, we weren't a match. And then I moved on. And yes. I just didn't waste my time. I wasn't stuck in a situationship or talking to someone that I just knew wasn't a match. Because if you're not truly yourself, how are you going to know? How are you going to know if y'all are compatible? And I think we can kind of use dating as a way to find out the qualities in a guy we like. Because I know with the guys I've dated, I can say great things about all of them and also things that didn't work out in a relationship. And with each guy I've dated, I've taken those things that I liked and dropped the things I don't like. And the next guy gets better every time. Another thing that I think about all the time, let's be real here, you could probably be in a relationship. Like there is some horny RMs out there that would date you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, for real, like you could, but... Like Ellie said, you know, you're constantly weeding out things you like and don't like and setting your standards higher every single relationship. So you're not going to settle for just some random. You want to meet, find someone who's going to fulfill those standards that you've set for yourself. Exactly. At the end of the day, having a crush is so fun and it adds a lot of joy to your life. But I think it's important to understand that you don't need that happiness from a boy. You can find that happiness within yourself. So to wrap this all up. Aww. Wait, we should get a sound Oh my god. So some key takeaways. It all comes down to how you feel about yourself. Yes, I think that's really the first step in creating a successful relationship with someone. Yeah, exactly. As if we're like some freaking marriage yeah, therapist. Holy. Rejection is redirection. Really taking a positive outlook on rejection. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Rejection it's hard. sucks, but you really have to have that mentality in order to get through it. Because it's just a part of life. Everyone's been rejected at some point. And then you attract what you are and not what you want, which is one that's a little harsh, but can be definitely be humbling for you to realize that. And also, being bold. Yes. Make the first move, ladies. And send Don't it into the podcast if you do. On Instagram. Yeah, follow us. Follow us on Instagram, guys. And I think my biggest takeaway is not changing yourself to fit what you think he wants you to be like and just being yourself. And if he doesn't like it, goodbye. Bye. You're done. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed episode three of It's Cringe, But It's True. A lot of stuff we said may have been cringe, cliche, but it's all true. Anyways, this might be part one. We might be making yes. more parts, more insights. Um, we had a lot of notes on our outline. Yeah. We really had to consolidate. And it took us about an hour, to be honest. And for everyone that's been asking, I am going to try to get this podcast on Apple Podcasts. I'm about to piss my pants, so um, okay. I gotta go, but... <laughs> Y'all, it was great talking to y'all. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, what?